step forward. Hello, everyone. This is another episode of the NNL podcast. Uh, today, we're going to hear. Uh, today, we're here to do a, a reaction to the new movie Dune and our thoughts on that. Uh, I guess we'll kick it off with Otis East. And uh, well, I'll introduce my co host. Like, at this point, I feel like I don't need to. We're like so many episodes in and we'll there all the time. But we'll get, we'll get to Otis. And Otis, what are your thoughts on the movie, man? It's Lelouch. Lelouch, please. God. Uh, I apologize. No, I'm, I'm being goofy. I'm being goofy. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, uh, I, I've essentially watched it two and a half times now because we started it. Uh, we started it Friday. Watched a little bit more of it uh, today, and then yeah. Um, oh, so you mean you first, you two and a half times to to watch and sit two and a half yeah, 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 No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no I, I, we started at the beginning. Uh, Friday started to get it again on Saturday, right? So, two because I think I think it's the way you made it sound the first time was like you spent, but I guess nine hours, nine plus nine and a half hours watching. It's like, no, that's that's way too much time. I need, I need to have that. No, um, no, it was it was uh, trying to get something in before I went to work yesterday because y'all know my, my work schedule, yeah, right. But right. uh, I, I didn't like get as much of it as I wanted to from that, so I started over like beginning as soon as I woke up today. It's like, oh, so like I, these these things make a lot more sense. Um, but pretty solid. Um, seeing that, like you know, the original book was made in 1964. Like, there's so many things from the this story that like some of my favorite other stories are taken from. Like, one of my all time favorite games is Final Fantasy 12, and like. Final Fantasy Tale takes so much from this movie, like the 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 sandworms, the sand sea, the empire going after the specific clan because you know they have this power that they can't control. Like, like all of that is in there, uh, is in uh, both of these things. So I was really excited about that. Uh, I got some some force vibes, definitely uh, from the you know the voice thing. Um, it's just a it's all one solid movie, like uh. I don't want to take up too much time talking on this, this first part, but I got a lot to say about it. All right. All right. How uh, about you, uh, Ethan? I thought it was all right. Uh, I, I definitely didn't like it as much as Otis, but it's, uh, I thought it was okay. It, it's given the source material, which Frank Herbert himself has said, you know, it's never really meant to be. <laughs> it's never meant to be a movie. He, he mm-hmm. never meant for it to be a movie. And it's David Lynch, who directed the first one, that said this was never, this was never meant to be a movie. Yeah, uh, this is a series. Like this is this should definitely be a series. Yeah, not yeah. a not a it's, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's probably much more suited for like a HBO or Amazon Prime show. Like there is so much. I'm sorry, let me take over your part. But like, there's just so much information that you try to jam pack into those two and a half hours. So like, yeah, it's not enough to fully get that that message across. No, it's 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 a lot to a lot of real estate to try and cover, and part of it is too is figuring out how to pace it. The way the you know, a book written in prose as opposed to a film, there are lots of things that the readers don't mind sitting through as opposed to the movie watchers wanting to see. Mm-hmm. I thought that given the actual you know scope of things, it looked in lots of ways it looked pretty cool. But at the same time, it was ex- exceptionally bland. It was they only had you know three colors: black, white, <laughs> and, and gray. Sand. <laughs> sand. I don't like sand. 
It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Uh, and there was a, a splash of orange here or there, or a splash of blood here or there, but it was very, very bland. And you got to understand, if we're watching this in a desert, it's like that you're almost trying to put us to sleep. It's a and you have weird Enya esque type of tones and sounds. <laughs> it's like, buddy, you are. This movie is almost three hours. It's like we are we are trying to hang in there, but it's you're not making it easy. So it's a. I thought it was okay. I'm definitely going to watch it again to try to get into it because I did enjoy the philosophies, I did enjoy the performances, and I did appreciate the special effects when they were there. But it's a. It's it's. There are some uphill battles to it. So I'll leave mm-hmm. that right now. I'll uh, build off of both of your guys' points. Um, let's just start with the movie itself, off of Otis. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I feel as though the the acting was really top notch. Like a lot of the actors, I like. Uh, you know, I'm a big Mo- Mo- Ugh, I can't talk today. I'm a big Momoa fan, so I think he had a really good outing in this. Even though I feel like they, not nah, won't spoil it, never mind. I almost did it real quick. Um, I'm a big Momoa fan, and his outing was really good in this. I feel as though I almost thought they were taking the Star Wars, like them, the promotion saying it was a new Star Wars Lord of the Rings. I thought they took that literally at first because like Otis said, I've got real like force vibes from this. Um, I don't think the plot being spoiled is too big of a deal. Oh, oh no. Uh, po- po- uh, by the way, re- spoilers. Really? This, this is a, re- like, it's a remake. And then it's a we are doing a full blown spoiler. It will be mullet yeah. style. It'll be in the, up in the front. We'll keep it as spoiler free as right, possible. Right. But in the end, we're right. yeah. possible. There's no point in we can't talk about this movie without talking about actual spoilers. Correct. Right. There will be spoilers. Yeah. But you'll know possible. when they're coming up. To me, it's tough because like if it's, the book's been out since 64, there's already been the movie out. It's I feel like it's popular. I don't know. That's just me. But the I'm just gonna point, be real. Like I, I didn't even know this existed until this movie. Like I had never heard of the, the book. I had never heard of the 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 80s the 80s movie like until yeah. this came out. So, so that's the thing too is this isn't as ubiquitous as something like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings right. or what have you. Even though the movie did exist by David Lynch back in the day, and the book's been out since the same, it came out that exact same year as Lord of the Rings, it's not as well known in the consciousness because it's not as accessible as or as popular. It just isn't. So hmm. we, we do have to say spoilers because there are plenty of folks who do not know this. Yeah, story. I thought it was more well like well known. I saw that book like I saw that book fairs growing up all the time. But did you know the story? I never read. I wonder. I didn't go to read it. Because I was reading Harry Potter at the point at that time. No, no. What I mean is that the that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like the actual story, the content. People may have heard of it or may have seen a cover or whatever, that kind of stuff, but most people don't know the right. story. That's the thing. It. Um. I don't know if the actual book itself is as similar to Star Wars as the movie tried to make it. I feel like the movie tried to take a lot of like, like, at least cinematic wise, they tried to take certain types of things and make it similar to Star Wars to draw people in. I feel like. Like again, the sand, you know, Tatooine. Um, then like all the the certain creatures they put in. I won't say what the creatures are because I don't want to. Uh, I'm trying again, trying to stay as spoiler free as possible. Um, it was dope. It was a dope movie. Getting to some of what uh, Ethan said, I feel like the pacing was very was probably the weakest part of the movie. Because I feel like again, like the acting, the cinematography. Uh, I feel like the colors to me wouldn't really be an issue if the pacing was so bad. Because I feel like with colors, if you're trying to like instill some sort of emotion i don't i don't know what the director is trying to do i'm gonna guess that he was trying to instill some sense of like not dread but like like eeriness i don't know what the what, the, what i'm looking for is per se but it was some kind of feel, like i felt like destitute watching this in a good way like i feel like that was the emotion like when you're in a desert it's kind of what you feel like it's never ending 
it's dangerous to be in all those all that good stuff um but yeah the pacing like i watched this movie in the morning and i was already kind of tired i literally had to pause it take a nap and get up and rewatch it because <laughs> like the beginning of it they try they try to put cramps which i understand which is why i literally had the same thought that if uh otis had as far as making the series i'm like it's just so much like content and then because they're not doing a exp- like an exposition dump telling you word for word what things are and they're like doing good movie stuff and like letting you know through context it takes even longer because it's not you can't just be like this is this this is why this is this and this is why this is this you have to like show us that which is so why the, pro- the problem is dev I, i'm sorry to cut you off they kind of no, did ahead. both they kind of did do they showed you an exposition dump and then they try to have one expressed in the movie and the movie opens with like here's lore here's some more lore here's some lore of this and there's the lore of this to his lore as lore and lore and then lore mm-hmm. and then the first half of the movie is that's not now let's parse this stuff out as well as like geez and the thing is to their credit they're not repeating what they what they already told you in that opening lore this is new stuff but it's still so much world building and names and words and mm-hmm. different types of races of people and tribes it's like my, my first time watching this like i i i'll flash i didn't enjoy it i thought it was like that was like it almost like i thought it was kind of like getting into like the field of uh some of those movies where like, it's a big it's a really big concept and it gets kind of so full of itself that it never fully exactly what i developed it i thought it was getting to that territory but like when i got watched it that second time and like having seen some of the stuff that came later and then putting that context towards the, the information they were giving me like i was able to digest it better yeah. which is why like yeah this this would need to be a series because it's right. so much information but uh i'm sorry though charlie you were you were saying no you're good um all i was saying yes i i will say i don't feel as much it was i didn't i don't feel the beginning was more of an exposition dump as much as like them trying to show as many perspectives as they can because they kept like cutting back between like all the factions trying to show you what all the factions are doing what all the factions are thinking about each other i'm like if you just focus on like two and then even if you want to make this, this trilogy this could be a i feel like this would be okay to be a trilogy series just for how much content you're putting in it I, i'm like have they said one, yet whether it's me it's, i know it's at least it's two, part two one or three yeah i feel just, like it'd be a trilogy i think they're gonna try to note this up, okay so i'm not sure that. if it is two parts or three parts i don't know any parts. i think this I mean, will be received well enough to get a trilogy yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. the thing is, is like again, like it took me two times to watch this to to <laughs> like it. So like I can't think about too I can't think of too many people that's gonna give it two times to uh you know right. especially on a movie. It's one thing when a series, you know, like okay, yeah. I didn't get like the first episode, let's see the second episode, so let's see how that does. Like I can't think of too many people that are gonna watch a movie twice. And there's a lot of concepts in there that are hard to to grasp, especially like the voice thing and being just like all like you see like you see all the different factions working against each other and having their own motivations. Like to follow all of that and then trying to follow this like this skinny ass white boy that's an amazing fighter somehow. Like how you got the strength to do some of those? No, never mind. That's that's not the hero there. We watch anime, so we can't really see anything mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Yeah, the thing is though is that like is that it's Otis. Both y'all are saying in a way is that uh, so if like the first movie with Danny, I'm sorry, uh, Danny Villeneuve did Blade Runner 2049 last, right? That was movie did before this, and that movie the people that saw it, it was pretty well received, but it was because it was virtually impenetrable because it was so long, it 
didn't make a lot much money. I loved it, but most folks didn't see it, so it didn't make a lot. So it I lost still haven't finished money. it actually. You see, see here, he didn't watch it either. Yeah. This movie, we didn't watch it in the theaters. None of us did. We watched it at, on the comfort of our home at HBO. If could, could you imagine? Could you imagine if you had to see this movie in the theater? Sit there for almost three hours and try to pop and yeah, in one shot. Like, what the fuck? And and that's the problem is that if people are watching it that way, I don't think I mean, from the reviews I've seen of this before, it's not being as well is well reviewed. It's it's very mixed. Some people do like it, some do not. So it's I feel it's, like it's questionable how it's going to be. You no know, go. I feel like that's the positive thing about it though, is because it's not in theaters and it's on a streaming service. Oh, it is in theaters. It is in theaters, but with the yeah. fact because I don't one, I don't think a lot of people are watching things in theaters like that. Like the only thing I think people watching in theaters are obviously like Marvel movies and like maybe like really well known IPs. I don't think people are going to see experiment movies like this in theaters. This is again, you don't know anything about it. You don't want to spend time, effort, and money to go out, gas, food, or whatever, versus you can do it and try it out in your home. I think that's the positive thing with this, and I think while it'll do well enough, I think people will like sit down and watch it they kind of do what we do just because there's the, th the tough thing about this movie is like it's not a bad made movie like the acting's decent the dialogue's really good the plot is decent but it's just a lot to digest <laughs> yeah like because a movie it's good like you go down the checklist it hits all the marks it's just really long and a lot of shit to cover like it felt like the thing is that's what otis was saying this is a movie it would do better as a show it'd be better than yeah. but i think that's because like again if it's since it's on a streaming service it'll do better than like you look at something like wonder woman 84 like that did great in the box office but not even the box in the not in the box office but in the streaming cells i'll say mm. like it streamed really well so and that's a, so, yeah because i don't think the theaters were even open when it, cause it, it came out on christmas, christmas? 2020. No, were, i think they were back was it open? no open? christmas of 2020 they were that, that's when it came out it wasn't the, so it wasn't there really wasn't much of a theater Last open weekend? at the time yeah i feel like it opened in both i thought it, i thought it opened in both and then it was, I, I thought i remembered it only being on hbo max for like a certain amount of time that it was only in theaters yeah so it was it was only so the thing is in december of 20 because it came out in december of 2020 so right there were like some theaters open but it was sparse it wasn't like yeah. a max it wasn't a maximum release mm -hmm. it was mainly it's a big big huge day because hbo max right. had on christmas day to be released um, which, I may get you off off topic or off track there. But no, you're good. Different. Which yeah. I like that though. I honestly feel as much as I'm not sure about streaming services releasing movies like this. I'd like it for movies like this that are experimental as far as like you don't have a following already because it gives people. Yeah, well, now you say to, experimental and don't have a following. That's the thing about Dune is that it's like you you've established it came out several decades ago. It won it won the award. It came out the same year as like. Uh, Necromancer and you know, Lord of the Rings, and then this. The books are huge mm -hmm. in the field of like genre and sci-fi and things like that and, and fantasy, and it won. It, it won like the, the book of the year that that year. So it does mm -hmm. have a following. It's just that the following. Oh, then it's gonna be fine then. Then it's gonna be fine then. If we got a following I, that big, they're getting it. This it's gonna be perfectly fine then. So as 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 you as you, as you messaged uh, before. Uh, it's supposed to be the the new Lord Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, right. um, as you said. You, you said it before. Then this is we, we put it in our. I said that's what they said in the trailer. I didn't say that. I said the trailer said that. <laughs> I don't. I know. But I mean, I'm looking at clear, everybody right get now. Like on IMDb, it's an eight point three out of ten. Mm -hmm. uh, Rotten Tomatoes is an eighty eight. Metacritic is a seventy five. So I mean, it's getting solid reviews from from critics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, but you got to remember, critics, general audiences 
Jitter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jitter, critics don't pay for their. The biggest thing you got to remember in the end is critics do not pay for their tickets. People, the fans do. And if the fans don't like it, and if the fans aren't paying to watch it, then the th- then the actual the the studios have to listen. It doesn't matter how well received something is by the, you know, by the powers that be. If the people that are going to spend money on it don't give a shit, it's over. What I will say is, because I wasn't aware of how deep the following was until you brought up all the awards and accolades and things like that. If it is that highly coveted of a book, I think it'll do well enough. Because I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I haven't read the book, so I'm not sure how accurate it is to the original source material. But again, it, it's not a bad movie, so I don't, I can't say that it did it in an injustice. Right. But if let's say it did do it justice with how good of a movie it was as like a movie itself, mm-hmm. and it stayed relatively close to the source material, I think it'll get support from just the book fans alone. Like, something I agree. like yeah, like, I that'll, agree. I think if it's that big and it won that many awards, as you said, I think it'll be just fine. I well, think they'll learn from this mistake and like you don't because with future movies you don't have to cram as much stuff in future movies now because you can just like take the platform where you pick uh, where you dropped it and just go because everybody's so, seen all the other stuff already. Yeah, and, and I see what you're saying there, and I think yeah. I do think that the fans of the source material will, will will very much like this. Though this will be received very well by them, and I know we have to think about this. This movie had all the hype in the world already. Like I mean, you guys mm-hmm. were, we decided to watch this movie together or watch it, you know, in the review of it. And none of us had read the book. I saw the original movie years ago. Wasn't a fan of it, really. To be honest, no one really is. And and we still were somewhat hyped, or at least were interested enough to watch it. It got all kinds of marketing. It had countless big stars in it. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Danny Villeneuve, the guy who um, you know, and, and Roger, I think, uh, Roger Deakins who worked with him before and got an Oscar for his last movie he did. So it's this movie had all kinds of momentum behind it. it there's no lack of curiosity or interest in it. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely true. Mm, that's yeah, I saw Jason Momoa and Zendaya. I was like, "Yeah, I'm watching it." Yeah, sure. I give it a chance. <laughs> but yeah, but of course I get that. I definitely dig that. It's a uh, they they knew what they were, the the hype train behind this, the marketing behind this film. Mm. They knew what they were doing, and I think mm. that any fans of the source material, they're gonna like it. I'll tell you this this real quick story. Back in the day, back in was it 2010 or so, I can't remember the year it was maybe. But uh, I was dating this girl named Ebony, and by dating I mean just like hung out with her dated her right, like through right, New Year's right. or whatever but she was bizarrely attractive and when I say bizarrely attractive I mean literally that like she had kind of a lazy eye and a kind of a almost a almost a crooked smile but she was gorgeous hey don't describe and, it too much now people gonna go find her <laughs> <laughs> don't it too much it's, it's I'm, the thing is I'm not if anyone anyone watches that that knows knows her knows Ebony it's like yeah she is but the thing is she was like a, she's like a nine she, she's like you want you look at you like wow I, I don't know how it works, but it worked. But that describes her in a nutshell. She loved her favorite drink in the world was kombucha. And I was like, this, it literally smells like bad pee. And she, her favorite movie was the original Dune, the David Lynch Dune. So I watched it with her. And I was like, you are weird in every possible way, girl. So this, this, this movie is much better than that by far and i believe ebony and all her beautiful weirdness she would say okay yeah, this actually is still a better movie than that thing before this is kind of more undeniable this is a more coherent narrative and better acting and you know that kind of stuff so it's so not it's the like opposite right. of uh, the mortal Kombat effect 
I guess you could say she saw the movie from every angle possible. Shameless, shameless, but like I said, she was beautiful in her own, very beautiful actually, oh, in her own God. way. But it's just, it, it was weird because the fact that the fact like, that she, this is her that's, that's what she, when you add the in her own way, that was like, <laughs> <laughs> also, it's, it's just like her personality too. It's like, what. Why are we watching what? Oh, so, but the because she wanted, she wanted, she also wanted to watch uh, was that uh, Battle of the Five Armies? The the because that came out while we're together. The Battle yeah, of that, um, that was, that was movie. she wanted to watch it twice. Was like, and she's gonna watch so both movies at the same time. I was like, I don't stop know, I don't it. stop <laughs> movie that. The Hobbit, the Hobbit, the Hobbit movie, yeah, and it went completely over I, so, anyways, that was her. But, but, uh, that, uh, massive, massive ass tangent, tangent away. It's just like it, it, it did. <laughs> the movie, I hated that movie so much that it made me think less of her. Uh, and, and this, it, but if we had watched this, if I had watched this movie with her, I wouldn't have thought less of her. Like, okay, right. that's why. It's How really, does she feel about J. Cole's song, Crooked Smile? Which one? Which song? Crooked smile from Jayco. I didn't dignify that with an answer at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has just been deterred into just bashing uh, ladies and stuff. Nice lady. Yeah, you know, Very she nice lady. She's the the millennium the millennium eye around her neck all the time. Yeah. But any anywho, it's uh I, I know you guys, Otis and Charlie, you guys do think fairly highly of this film. I I can't yeah. bash you for doing that. I can't be like, oh, you're wrong or what the hell. It's like, okay, I can respect that. That's like I highly, highly like I found things to enjoy about it, but I can't say like well, well, well when we get to like the actual review, like actual number review, I, I'll explain yeah. that more. Score, um, break rate in the it's, score. it's tough for me because it's like as much as I would like if I, I would like to say bad things about it, I, I can't think of outside of the pacing. I can't think of bad things about the movie. Like the end, the acting was great. The plot made sense. It was cohesive. The dialogue was great. The acting was great. Like, I, I don't know what bad to say. Like, it's it's a tough situation because they did great things. It's really just the pacing of it. And so again, part of, part, the part of pacing, it. and then like it's just the the what's the Why? word the 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 aura of the like. This is a movie that I would put on at night to make sure I can go to sleep to it. You exactly. Know what I'm like, <laughs> I, yes, I'm not, we're not even kidding. I will. I'm, I know for a fact I'm going to do that tonight. I'll put this on hmm. on HBO Max and know that I'm going to drift off like ten minutes. Just it's going to happen. Yeah. This is. Yeah. This is it's, 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 a, it's almost like it's a beautiful kind of like it's not even a, a, an offense to the movie. It's like a beautiful whale sound of a thing that can just lull you to sleep. Speaking of the acting, what performances, any performances stand out to you guys in particular from a certain actor? Um, yeah, I mean, Zendaya definitely wouldn't be get on my list because she was like a, a cameo, like a cameo and starring yeah. at the same time in this movie. She would um, on to the next movie, probably. Um, he would have stood out, not necessarily, yeah. no. No, um, no, except no, maybe no, like no. the 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 main Man. evil dude. Like every time he was on screen, I was like definitely captivated by fun. him. He was literally um, fun. Well, he, 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 him and Jason Momoa were the two most fun 
actors mm. on the screen because oftentimes there was a lot of like sulking and quiet talking and mood. Yes, it was like I thought I was so much brooding, so much brooding in this movie. I everyone the volume on my TV all the way up to hear, like to watch this movie. You, yeah, I'm you just like, am I deaf? Or if it's just like the audios and no, no, you're not deaf. It's like deaf. for some scenes, I'm just like, oh, you you watched a lot of Christian Stewart, didn't you? you yes, you did, yes. You did <laughs> <laughs> it feels it feels a lot. Also, it's all black too. That's the thing. It's like it's a very. I get that's what they do. It's deliberate. Danny Villeneuve is going for the whole deliberate dark tones and everything else. But that's part of the problem as well. Is that so many characters wear black and wear white and then also they're fighting each other it's like wait whose side who's on which side who are the good guys who are the bad guys what's our what do we want here what's our objective so by and then like any a lot color, of it like wasn't actually happening like they had like war scenes that didn't happen didn't yet happen. and it's like they're setting up for the next movies they're literally this is all like a, this is like a teaser and like a like a pilot episode kind Which, of again yeah. it means it would have been a great show because it was like it's a little pilot teaser like Right, they're, they're, they're basically they're like, look, we know for a fact that the actual like a big battle action sequence that people like would like to have in this film doesn't happen until like another four hundred pages in the book. Therefore, we got to have them give them a vision of it so that people will say, oh, okay, I'll, I'll come back for that, or this is something to see now. Yeah. And like, yeah. I am a little upset that we don't get to see Batista and, and Moa fight. Like, I was kind of watching this whole movie waiting for that to happen at least. Yeah. That would have been badass. That would have been great. Been yeah, great. I, don't see, um, I don't know if you've seen the, the show on Apple. Uh, that, that fight was crazy. So, like, Dave, like, Dave, like, Dave is, shows up in C. He's, up in C? Mm-hmm. he's, a, he's oh, the wow. main villain of the second season. Oh, okay. I, I don't have Apple TV. Okay. I didn't know that. I will say that um, Batista has been like, I'm not gonna say he's the, an amazing actor, but he's been getting perfect roles for him, like lately, mm-hmm. like, in the last couple what of years. Like, all the roles fit yeah, him and what he does he perfectly. Killed it in C. He fucking killed it. Yeah, yeah. I will now, say, is, now, let me ask you this, Dev, real mm-hmm. quick. How many lines did Dave Batista have in this movie? Not a lot, Maybe. but not too little. Maybe I don't four. Think. For as much as they bounced around, I don't. I, I think. He had enough. They didn't really focus three. on his character a lot. <laughs> three or four, and they weren't even long sentences. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but what I'm saying is, is like that's that's if you're brought in to do that type of thing, do that. But I think it's the same thing with Zendaya though. Like they brought them in to film the movies, mm-hmm. but like a lot of their significant plot points will be later on, like during the war right. stuff. It's, it's, like this was more so like the hey, he's here, be ready. Like, but, but I guess the reason I'm bringing that up is because it's, it's hard for me to. <laughs> Go over the moon praising the acting. I mean, the one, the person who was who showed up probably to work to act the hardest, the most was Oscar Isaac. Spoiler alert: He's not in the entire film. So, who? if if the, the I would say the best performance. The, is what's his name from Star Wars? Oh, it's Oscar. Yeah, so no, yeah, so uh, so it's either Poe Dameron or Timothy Chalamet, mm. or probably oh, the best. But, but Timothy Chalamet like- spent a lot of time kind of being a moody teenager almost. And he has he has burst of different things, but Oscar Isaac is pretty much consistent as a as a better actor. But again, it's so sparse that it's kind of like you know I I don't really I'm not gonna hang my hat too much on the acting. It was the performances were good, but I'm not gonna cite that as a as a reason to watch the movie. I will say that the like the, I enjoyed the main character a lot. I thought for what they had him do, like I fully expected him to have a. <laughs> see his face? Hayden, Hayden Christensen type deal like when they had they're like 
all right you're having a vision now like i feel like everything they had him do it wasn't like widely unrealistic of what he was doing like it wasn't hella excessive um, oh this is faces perfect he was my least favorite part of the movie yeah, honestly I say that. Uh, I say that. like not like anytime he was on screen i'm just like i'm listening to what's happening but i'm not like connected to it it's yeah. like oh he's doing things it's progressing the story what's jason Momoa doing oh he's here okay yeah you know what i'm saying like i was he was boring he was boring as fuck he's to me. boring like i'm not gonna hold you he was boring as fuck but he was like the, the, he wasn't he's bad at, no, it wasn't bad, at, and it's not his fault. That's literally how that character was written. Exactly. It's much better than Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin in the original, but it's like, it's it's the kind of that whole, anytime you have the chosen one, chosen one slash white savior complex of the character, they're is almost- he white? Like, is he all the way right? Huh? He looked like it. Like, I mean, he, he looked like, he like, he like going dark. Is. He looked like he's going lore, to dark, bro. In the lore of this series- I'm saying the actor all the way right. I'm look that up real quick. Yeah, I, I feel like he's like pretty sure he is. I yeah. feel like he's like mixed with like something. What Spaniard? <laughs> like he also he's like white mixed with white. That's what yeah, he I think he's, he's pretty much. I know his mom is white. That's why he's like yeah. I saw her on uh, SNL with him. But uh, but it, I I agree. He's not, I, he again. None of the acting's bad. That's not happening. Hmm. It's, no, there's it's no bad the acting. Characters and the tone and the mood is deliberately so. But that's twenty five. Mm -hmm. He's twenty five. I knew that. He don't look yeah, that old to me. Yeah, he looks like eighteen. Yeah, he looks like just a drag. He, he got the the muscle of a eighteen year old too. I would say younger. I would say he has the muscle of a sixteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not. Uh, I feel like half of Hollywood was doing that for a long time in the early two thousands. Like when they were having thirty five year olds. Call Toby McGuire. Yeah. yeah, but at least he looks like a high schooler though. Like Toby. Toby McGuire looks like a high schooler. No, it's not this guy. Oh, okay. Oh, he Toby definitely and yeah, Christian he Stewart. Christian now. Like, let's let's not do that. Let's not Christian, do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They made sure. sure to get him out of high school quick. <laughs> we, okay, so he's French. Yeah, okay. He's French. Yeah. So he's French. He's, white. he's yeah. Well, I guess he's yeah. from New York, but he's I don't know. He so he lived right. in New York as a, in America. In a, he lived. In, he's grew up in America. He lived in New York. Yeah, but he's the dis ancestry. I guess is French or what have you. But he's very much. Yeah. See, I had an opposite effect though. Then, then Otis had like, I was interested in learning more because my biggest thing was like I'm trying to understand this lore. This lore was like mm -hmm. somewhat interesting with Spice, sure. and I feel like because he was a driving, I'm like, well, what is his involvement in this? Yeah. So I'm watching him really hard to find out like, how does he? Is he like? I knew he's a chosen one after we get to a certain extent, a certain point in the movie. But I'm like, in the beginning, because they were being really vague about like how he was involved in it. Like I, I would, yeah. so I was watching him every time he was on the like in a scene. I'm watching for like a little quirk he does or something he may do to kind of like give me some um, some foreshadowing of what he's going to do or what he's capable of later on. Well, and that's so that's the thing is that there's pretty much two halves to this film, and in the first half is very much like episode one of Star Wars. Let's get into the politics and talk about spice and and all the other different things and all these different federations and trade and all that kind of bullshit. And then the second half is like, okay. And they do have the sprinklings of the ideas of this is the chosen one. This is the one who's meant to do this and that. But it's because the lore is so vague and they're trying to be so cryptic with it, very cryptic with it. We're not really able to follow too much about it. There are enough seeds planted that we know he's important, but we don't know enough really about what's going on. Then the second half is very much like, oh, okay, you, um, 
we're going to really, really double down on this idea of him being the chosen one and lead into that for the next film. And there's, it, <laughs> there's scenes where it shows people like basically recognizing him and kind of it's a part where he first meets Javier Bardem and Javier Bardem says, I recognize you. Like you're the chosen one. There's another yeah. part where he's getting ready to go out into the, into the, uh, the desert. He's put on his, like his whole like black under armor suit. And she says, you, you, uh, you, you use the, the Windsor knight on your shoelaces. How'd you do that? She's like, oh, I, I just did it. And then she's like, and then she quotes a prophecy saying, uh, mm-hmm. he, will, he will wear our swag like, like us, something like that. So, so right. it's kind of like, okay, these are little drops. I, I get it. It's cool to see this little ideas of him being the chosen one, but it's it's like two completely different movies or plots. Yeah, uh, the the second half of the movie definitely feels like a completely different tone than the first half. Like it was, the first half was kind of like. And then the second half is like you know, pop points, pop points, pop points, pop points. Like, uh, like it was, it was just, it was paced weird. Like it was paced really, really weird to me because it was like you gave us so much information at the beginning, and then like the tone felt this way, and then you got to the action, which is which was good. Like you know, the action was good. Like, but it was like mm, if you found a better way to balance those two. I feel like this movie would have flowed a little bit better. I agree. One thing you mentioned, the action was good. One thing that was weird, did y'all notice that they built up Josh Brolin as this awesome heavyweight powerhouse fighter? And he goes, ah, let's go fight. And he fights. And it's very much like the episode with seven of of Game of Thrones, season season seven, where where they kind of like and they go off into the into the darkness and fight. You don't see the action or that they kind of you don't know who who, when he dies or how he dies. It's Mm -hmm. like what 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 why would you build up this ultimate champion warrior and then us not see him did we get confirmed so, death on that one i don't even remember no no we, we do not have confirmed so he's probably coming back then we do not have confirmed death but, but it would be nice to even just see him fight some this is thanos man let's, yeah. let's see him fight he's probably coming um to wrap start wrapping stuff up i kind of want to yeah i need and uh otis i need your blessing is still your segment for a second because i have a i have a point but the point also goes into the this last thing I need your All right, helicopter fire in my house. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, go ahead. All right, uh, we, here we respect our comrades in the show. So really quick. It was really good. So obviously, this movie is getting a lot of comparisons from the promotion and from this aesthetically to Star Wars. I feel like the movie got it felt like Episode Five, Six, and Seven of Star. Well, maybe like Five and Six combined <laughs> together of Star Wars. And what I'm saying is my, my thought process on this is another reason I don't think the movie is going to be received very poorly is because I, when I went back and watched those original Star Wars movies, those movies were paced really similar to this one. Like that shit took forever. Those are also kind of trash. Those are, which again, you saw how slowly those are paced and those are some of the biggest movies. I'm not saying this one is going to replicate the popularity of Star Wars, but I'm saying those movies were highly, highly well received obviously to this day and they were some of the most worst paced worst dialogue mm-hmm. the effects were good down to the point mm-hmm. to where even the actors themselves said how bad the dialogue was but people still loved it though well well i, I think yes but what you have to understand star wars episode four is a max total of i think 119 minutes this five. movie five, the first one, wasn't it? five minutes so, episode four is uh the first not a new hope was five right no, New, New Hope, Hope is the first. Four, yeah. New Hope is the first. Uh, okay. New Hope. Uh, 
Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And then Empire Strikes Back was six though. No, so it's in trilogies. So the first three are the prequels. Then the next three. So no, I I know that. I'm saying I thought the New Hope because I knew a New Hope was the first one, very first one. Yeah, that's the first one. It's the first one. It's the first first one. It's the first one. Okay. But chronologically, so so episode four, uh, or or New Hope, how would I phrase it, is like I think 119 minutes, like right right at two hours or so. Right. This movie is two hours and 45 minutes. So even if it slows off at the pace in Star Wars, I agree. I do agree that the pace of Star Wars, and it starts off, think about about how this is, in Star Wars, it is paced slower, and it starts off in a desert on Tatooine, and that's the most boring part of the movie. This movie, a vast majority of it is in a desert, and it's, you know, what, 35? All the main action scenes happen in the desert. So, so, right. So it's kind of like, if we're comparing this to Star Wars and the pacing of that movie is like, this one has a that's an even bigger problem than this than in Star Wars. I will say though, all the best parts of this movie do also happen in the desert, versus all the worst boring parts happening. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the parts desert. we lo- the parts we love are also in the desert. But you saw again, I just against that's plot. You can't really argue with that. But I don't know, bro. I fell asleep. Like, I literally fell asleep on the like the when I watched the original trilogy just because I was a Star Wars fan. I fell asleep on those movies a couple times. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Bad movies. movies. That's mm-hmm. right. but, bad movies. You know, so I'm like, they're bad movies and they're so popular. This one is they're a bad. Good they're movie just saying they're bad movies. <laughs> they're, they're bad, bad movies. movies. They're bad they're movies. Bad movies. No, okay. bad movies. They are. I I I, I can't I can't agree. I can't agree with movies, that. Like, they're bad. Mm-hmm. They're like those movies that you. They're bad. You watch know. knowing that you're gonna be like, what the fuck. I I, yeah. I enjoy them. I don't I don't agree. I mean, they, they have their problems, of course, but I don't. I think they're bad movies. Bad movies? Bad. No. Mm-hmm. I, we, bad movies. We we talked about a couple things we don't like about the first about, about Dune in general with pacing, but we've established like the acting was pretty decent. The dialogue was decent. There are literally key points from the actors themselves that acted in Star Wars that said this is terrible. Wait, like I mean, you, obviously the let's, let's, one hold on, hold on, one thing. thing. It seems like this has turned into you just trying to bash Star Wars more no. than Britain talking about Doom. I mean, that's that's part of the either or segment. Is just we're using Star Wars. I guess I'm using Star Wars. This is this is the either or section. This is the is it that good? not either or, but is it that really that good segment? My bad. Um, <laughs> but it's because for me, it's again comparisons are there. We both love, but again, for everybody that doesn't know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I went through. A are phase. you? You just said they're bad I, movies. I'm, I'm prob- I probably know more about Star Wars than both of these two combined, and that's that's how confident I am on like my fandom of Star Wars. But are you? But you I, would, a, would a fan ever say that they're bad movies? Yeah, they should. Because they're bad movies. Like I'm a huge fan of Star Wars, the universe itself. But I know those are bad movies. We had a, like, I watched like this Dune movie over yeah. any Star Wars movie. Yeah. Period. Pick one. Didn't, what was in the last week? Oda said that Cody has his favorite anime, but he put it at an eight. Mm-hmm. You can have you can have critiques on things you love. Yeah, but I, I I've never said that something I love is bad. Well, I don't love. The movie. Uh, what's the movie I love that I love? Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the the one that came out in the nineties. Bad movie, love it. <laughs> that's mm. that's fine. But the, for, I mean, we're getting into weird semantics here. But for me, mm. I wouldn't. I would say it's a guilty pleasure, or I know that it has problems, but I still love it. It's it, I I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to have to hear Charlie say Eat Star them. Wars. Those are bad movies. I'm the yeah. biggest Star Wars fan there is, but those are bad movies. Because also, you got to understand, unanimously, they are regarded as one of some of the best movies of all time. They are like beloved movies. So you can't think that, oh, what I'm saying is actually 
thought of as actually being common knowledge or common sense. No, people do not agree with that. People do not think that the Star Wars movies are bad movies. They have problems, sure, and they can be pace problems, of course. But the original trilogy is regarded as sacred by so many people. So, so I, I just want that to be cleared up. That's all. So my, my question for you, Ethan, would be there. How many movies do you know of, especially you working on movies yourself or on shows yourself that are highly coveted and highly popular, but you know, with a shadow of a doubt, they are bad movies. Plenty. Plenty of them. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the thing with Star Wars, if, it, if Star Wars was only the movies and that was it, that'd be one thing. I probably wouldn't be as much a big of a fan of it as I am, but because you have animated series, other shows, other games, and things like that that and put you in this huge expanded universe, that's why I love it so much. I don't love it for the movies because the movies okay. are probably okay. the last I, thing I saw. I, I didn't like, know that because in, in my day, I saw though, all the other up, content first. That's fair, but in my day, for many many years, all it was was the movies. You got to understand, Star Wars didn't open with a comic book. Star Wars didn't have a cartoon series or a TV show for years, right. for decades. It was just those three original movies. It was after, after a while, like, I mean, literally into the 90s, like, you know, decades after the movie, the last movie ended, that they started doing other stuff. They had the books. They had, obviously, the books were going around, but, uh, and they started doing the comics afterwards, too. But it was a long time before they started doing the other expanded stuff with the TV shows and other things. So it's, it really was just those movies that started a craze and that, and those movies sustained the craze in a way that nothing else ever had. So it's, when you're saying that these are bad movies, I'm not saying I'm hurt personally. I'm just saying that yeah. it's not, it's not a, a universal opinion. Like that's not, not a universal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they're great for the time. Like for the time they came out, they were great. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the movie itself stood the test of time. That's just me. That's, again, that's a personal thought. No, they don't. A point they don't. I've heard I've heard a lot of people with that same pop. It's not again, it's not a you like you said, it's not a universal thing where everybody hates these movies, but there is a large well, majority, like, everybody hates those. Everybody yeah. hates those. Even then, I don't know a lot of people I know that like those. How? How? For the same reason people like the first ones. Because things happened? Like... Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Things happen and they're fans of the, they're fans of the characters. That's pretty much all. Like, once you attach yourself... Who is, who, who is a character worth being a fan of besides, like, maybe the, the robot in the, the, new, the new trilogy? Finn, everybody loves for whatever reason people love Kylo Ren for whatever reason. How uh, did they not see his know. face? I, I oh my god! Look, bro, I hate him as much as you do. I probably hate him more than you do, but I don't get it. People do. People love Ray, which I'm I'm kind of in part. I'm like Ray's whatever in me. She I barely I even had a personality. Person. She just did things. But again, people love her. I I can't talk shit because again, I watch a lot of the CW shows and finished them out because I grew, I got attached to the characters. Like I watched, I watched, I watched a lot of those shitty CW shows because I got attached to characters. I, I, I think this may be part of the overall bigger problem is that there is so much content out there these days that on some level we're just become more numb to accepting mediocrity and watching it continually. Um, and I'm spoiled because I, I came from an era where that wasn't the case, and they you had to fight harder for a person's attention by putting out better quality things. Or at least trying to put up better quality. I mean, that can't be too accurate because I mean, Warner Brothers still exists. They've always yeah. put up mediocrity. But, but, yeah, but they didn't. They didn't have the Justice League. Think about, think about this. In it before they had the Justice League animated series, and then mm -hmm. you know uh, they also they, had the Batman movies that came out with no. Yes, and the and the and the, and the Batman Freeze. and Robin. <laughs> Batman and Robin failed. I mean, it came out. It failed bad. But you gotta understand, Batman Forever. It all kinds of money, all kinds of coin. And I think what it is is just that 
audiences these days are just they, we are bombarded with so much so many options so much out there that it takes a lot to really garner our attention and it takes a lot to, really, to get us to you know just completely utterly destroy something more See, often than not we're in the lukewarm area and I'll argue. Like, yeah, I'll watch this. It's okay. Yeah. I'll keep watching it because it's something to watch. I'll binge this because it's something to do. But we're kind of in that lukewarmish area for for a much bigger spectrum of, of things we watch and consume. I'll I'll argue. I don't know if I can agree. Hey, bro, I, I I agree with him, but I'll argue that it's the flip side for back in the day. I feel like because back in the day there was such a drought of content. Whenever something at the size of a Star Wars came out, people uh, they grab gravitated to it. Because what yeah. else was? What else was there besides that? You didn't really have any other options. You found the good in that. Versus now, we're more critical of stuff. There's more options out there and more content to embrace. Versus back then, there's not a lot. Which is why everybody has, there's like a handful of cult classics from back in the day that are really, really loved because there wasn't a lot to watch. Well, you gotta remember this. So back in the day, there was, so because there was so much fewer content, let's say that there was on average about 100 movies released a year. This is accurate. But right. let's say that they were about 100 movies released a year. And let's say that half of those were good. That's 50 good movies. Think about how much content released these days, either through <laughs> streaming or on online or in theaters. It's about, let's say, roughly 1,000. So if you have half of those being good, that's still 500. 500 compared to 50. It's that, it wasn't that there was a drought in the back in the day. It was just that there was so much less being produced. The percentage can be there about the same. It's just that it's is this overwhelming amount always coming at us. Always, think about how many things are on Netflix you haven't even heard of. Y'all haven't even heard of Dune before until like the past you know, week or so, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's like, and that's been around forever, forever. So that's what I'm saying is, it's just that there is so much content now that you can, you can dismiss it all and it doesn't matter. That when I was growing up, any and all movies popped up, if it, we saw watching TV of the four channels we had, watching TV or cable when I came or whatever the fuck it was. When the, a movie trailer commercial came on, we get hyped for it. We go see it. We didn't have YouTube. There was a whole bunch of reviews. We didn't have YouTube to watch. We didn't have anything else to watch. We went and saw that movie and we took it from on face value. It's a different perspective, different kind of situation. That's all I'm trying mm. to say. But like, let's look at something like the, the cult classics from like, you know, late uh, from the eighties and nineties, like, you know, something like Rocky. Would you say that first Rocky movie is like a, a good movie or is it just a popular movie? It's a good drama. It's a good movie. It actually is a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. I can't say anything. I haven't seen it, so I can't say anything about it. All right. But, uh, but, here, but here's the thing, though. I'm guessing, Otis, you don't think it's a good movie. It's okay. It's, it's a watchable movie. Like, I understand why it's popular, but I wouldn't call it like, I'm not going to sit down. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give this all the critical acclaim that it deserves because, you know, it was just that. It was, right. it was a movie. But you weren't movie. alive in the time. You, your standards are very different. You weren't True. alive as a in the 70s. You hadn't something yeah. like that had never been done. I, even I wasn't alive in the 70s. But I was when I was a kid, I first saw that. I said, holy shit. This is the idea, the story of a hero running up these steps. Maybe when you were a kid, which you probably watched. I know you watched Yu-Gi-Oh! and other anime, but you watched Dragon Ball Z. You watched mm -hmm. Naruto. These mm -hmm. are the things that influenced you. You saw, wow, these are the young heroes. These are things that are doing something special. Great. Um, the generation behind you, two, two generations behind you, and they watched Naruto. Like, what the fuck is this? This is bomb, like terribly. Like, it, but that, but I that's watch Naruto you have, now. You have to like, be aware of the, of the perspective you're looking at things through. The lens looking at things through. You have to do that. My last point before we close out, um, I will say 
I think that a lot of those movies from back in the day suffer from um, the Black Panther syndrome. And I say that, like you, like you said earlier, they there wasn't anything like that in the day. So when you look at how black we've talked about it before, and we've talked about Black Panther a lot in the show, but about how at that point in time when Black Panther came out, there wasn't one a, a big black superhero movie like that that was big budgeted like that besides maybe like Blade. And then on top of that, where the entire cast was black, the crew was black, everything was black. So because there wasn't anything like that, we all agree that Black Panther isn't an amazing movie for what it was critiqued as, because it was critiqued right. as like one of the best things of all time. When we know it's not that great of a movie. But because there wasn't anything like that at the time, innovation is always celebrated in any field. True. If you can innovate, it's new, it's flashy, it's trendy, it's dope. Which is why I think, again, going into your point with like the numbers of there being 50 to the 500 movies nowadays, the thing is, you only have those 50 movies, so you only have a certain amount of those movies that are probably going to be good. Even if yeah. all 50 of those movies are good, out of the 500 using that same math, there are going to be more than 50 movies that are good. You just got to find them. That's the struggle with today's media is that nothing, everything's not right in front of you. There's a lot of the great stuff is probably mm-hmm. independent or it's not a big budget. You just have to go find it. Because I have, I guess I'll quick change it into music. Like, how many people do you know? Oh, there's not any good rappers anymore. All the rappers do this, da 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 da. When there's like an overabundance of amazing artists, R&B artists, rap artists, but people don't want to go search for this good content. I agree. They, have to, they mm-hmm. stumble upon it and then they're like, oh man, he's a, a dominant rapper. There's nobody else like him doing it right now when there's probably a million others. You just, just ran into that guy out of coincidence. Right, right. And that's the problem because we are bombarded with, again, as I was saying, we are bombarded with so much mediocrity that the really special true gems are hidden. And that's the problem. The, the gems shouldn't be hidden. The gems should be easier to find, but 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 the powers that be flood the market with any and all garbage. Mm-hmm. And it does jade us. Think about that. That's what happens. So often we see a, more often than not, if we see a trailer for a movie or hear about something like, that'll probably be bad. I know I've heard him say it thousands of times. His first inclination is think that something will be bad, but it comes out. That Man, shouldn't lying. be the case. You should be excited. Yeah, pretty for much always. I, was, I was always excited for stuff to come out, but I don't blame him one bit because nine times out of ten now things that come out are bad because they don't put hardly any effort into making it they just throw money at it and that's it i do respect the hell of the dune there's call, no call doubt in it. the world that denny villeneuve put his heart and soul into making that movie it's it's all over the screen mm-hmm. like i said i could never disrespect anyone for, for appreciating it it's a but it's a, it's a dark it's a hard source material to, to crack he did his damnedest they all put their efforts into it that's not that is not mediocrity it's not Right. Well, guys, is there any more closing points before we close out? Anything else you yes, want to say? Yes, there is. Play the either or. Real quick. Either or is the game, the hypothetical situation where we have a, my two co-hosts who have to break down the math on why they believe scenario A or scenario B is better. The scenario this time around is obviously pertaining to Mr. Danny Villeneuve. Bring it up here. Either you rule as a king in the desert or struggle as a replicant in cyberpunk Los Angeles in 2049. Sorry for the typo there. Either you rule as a king in the desert or struggle as a replicant in cyberpunk Los Angeles in 2049. Uh, Real quick, do y'all know what replicants are? I do not know what a replicant is. Okay. The, Uh, The synthetic humans? That are oftentimes hunted down because they're not human after a while you're you're basically your life is meant to be temporary and if you live too long they will hunt you down for being alive okay that's wild yeah 
Uh, you want me to go first, or you want to take this, Otis? Um, I'll go first. Uh, this is a good one, but I'll probably take the the replicant and cyberpunk. Um, because one, it's not gonna be a whole lot of people that that know I'm a replicant. I'm gonna hide that shit. I'm gonna first of all, I'm going (laughs) super dark off the grid, faking my own death, coming back, and then building up a gang from there. So like, you wanna have to have known me in my past life to know I'm a replicant, and then if you start questioning if I'm a replicant, I'm gonna put a couple shots in. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um. So yeah, I got dark fast. <laughs> it did. It did. It did. And well, I, I, I completely. Like, I, I, that makes sense. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Sense on me. a on a happier note, uh, for me, I'm gonna have to go with the desert. I one am a very social creature. I enjoy interactions with other people, and I've realized within like the last year, I feel like I'm a very good manager slash leader. Like I do really well with delegating jobs and just making sure camaraderie is always great. So if I can have however big the kingdom is in the desert, it's just like in one small little section or whatever, I feel like I would do a great job of making sure everybody is happy and everybody has what they need. And plus, I'm 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 all about the smaller things. Y'all know me; I don't need much to be happy. Like if I'm in the it's the desert, but if I'm in the desert and I got me a little like a little porch, a little old school medieval rocking chair, and I'm chilling, everybody's <laughs> eating good, everybody's playing, you know, doing whatever. I'm like, we good, we good over here. We don't really need a lot. Everybody's living peaceful. Everybody's like I already know I'm not a big fan of like huge cities. I enjoy cities for like the cool stuff you can see, but I don't want to yeah. live in one. I don't like yeah. I probably live in like the suburbs because it's quiet, it's more of a community. <laughs> I'm, I'm for everyone that doesn't know I'm from the south. So I'm used to like small town southern hospitality where everybody knows each other, everybody's kind to each other. When you go to a city, it's like, man, fuck you. I'm going over here to do this. Get on my way. It is loud all the time. I'm like, give me my small mm-hmm. desert. It's loud all the time. It's beautiful, and it, it's beautiful, and the sunrises and sunsets. Everybody's cool with each other. It's peaceful. It's nice. It's quiet. I'm like, I'll take that. Thank you. That, see, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I'm from I'm from the city, so like I'm used to the noise. Like the the all the background. Like like if I don't hear that, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like why is it so quiet? Like mm-hmm. something's not right. So like. I don't know, like, I, I couldn't do the silence of a desert. That would right. drive me insane. Like, <laughs> I know. That's that's the real choice. The, the mm-hmm. real choice here is, can you thrive in a desert mm-hmm. or struggle in a metropolis? And well, I figured, I mean, having done enough shows and talked to you guys enough, I know, I'm not sure if you guys have paid attention, but pretty much just about every time on Easy the Oars, you guys have, choose oppositely. Just about mm-hmm. just about every time, not every single right. time, but, but very often you guys do, and I love that. I love you guys have mm-hmm. completely different opinions. It's, it's great. So. All right, hey bro, we are gonna be out there singing. We are gonna be out there in the desert, quiet as hell, humming and singing while we cleaning, doing dishes. What we we gonna be out there chilling? With dishes, you're a good kid. You're a good kid to wash your own dishes. That's a that's impressive. I, try um, to. I, don't, I don't say I like it, but I do it. Well, I'm like you can't get DoorDash in the desert. Like no, we, no. But you get home cooked meals in the desert though. You, you can, but yeah, food gonna be, like, we got a million grandmas in the village. Like everybody will be eating good. Everybody yeah. grandma cooking, throwing. Where you get? Yeah. Where grandma getting that food from? Who making the trip into the desert to bring y'all and food? What is the food? Hunters, sandworms. You gonna go? You gonna go hunt iguanas? Yeah, <laughs> iguanas too. Y'all know I'm a foodie. Y'all know I try anything. If it's good, it's good, bro. I don't you care. will try. You are a southern boy. You try anything out twice. Yeah, I'll try anything. It was good. 
Yeah. I, yeah, I, used, I am new. You're not, getting, you're not getting no Wagyu beef in the desert. I want, I want food. I'll try, <laughs> I'll try some Wagyu sandworm. That's how you get that. I'll try some scorpion. Some scorpions. Some scorpions. Snake, snake meat. Yeah. Snake meat's all right. I eat you know, a cobra. What? I don't know what desert, what part of the world this desert's in, but you know, I eat some, like, some cobra or whatever. You know, I'll try it out. You, you ever had snake meat before? Mm. I have. My roommate brought some back. My roommate, yeah. I had my freshman year of college, brought me back. But bison, bison jerky, snake meat. Okay, bison jerky. And like yeah, buffaloes, like actual buffalo meat. I don't know where you got it all from. I don't know if it's all legal either, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah, snake meat's not, it's not too bad. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, right. it's real gamey. Yeah. And I had, cool. I've had ants before. You know, they roast the ants. I've had that before too. Um, I have not had that. Nope. Okay. It's, it's yeah, not as bad it's not like, like, like that crunch would fuck me up like soon as i yeah there is definitely a, yeah there's there's a lot of crunch there yeah 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 which we said roasted so they yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> what's, they, yeah what's your decision uh mr mr murphy oh i would i would definitely choose the same as oh i would go a struggle as a replicant in the cyberpunk but but i i respect the hell of what you chose as far mm-hmm. as being a king in a desert and it seems very much spoiler again that's what our, our, our dude chooses. I'm not sure how it's going to play out later on, but... Uh, you missed that. Bazendaya. Probably. Yeah. But I, I think the world... I, I guess that Bazendaya. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 would, I, I, like, I like being in a more interesting place. Like, the desert just seems... And it's not just a quiet place. Like, the south, obviously, Georgia, where you're from, Dev, is cool, but the desert is unforgiving and just... You saw the movie. That's where you're. You want to live there. That's that's so okay. That's desert. I don't know what kind of desert. Are we talking like that specific kind of desert, or like is there a desert with like mini oasises, like oasis? Oasis? I don't know. Where yeah, oasis oasis where, like water. It's like you. Th- I I can't I can't live in a place where like there's just there. It's just that little to do. Like it's void. It's void you, of you, Your only interaction are the, the people in this village. You're not necessarily experiencing a whole lot of new things. There's a city like people always coming in and out of the city. New things are getting built up. Like there's always something new happening. Some place new to go. Some place, some new experience to get. And I feel like you, you're going to be struggling. Like, a, like after the, like, like five years in the desert, you're like, shit, what do I do next? Maybe you, I'm you still five suffering years. You five years. Okay, that's impressive. I'm still suffering from youth, but think about when you're like a child and you have nothing to do with you make up games and you play what you got and you have the most fun there and you have nostalgia on that. Or when you're a broke college student and you don't have money to go do shit, so you're like, "All right, we got ten dollars here. Let's go get some whatever." Uh, <laughs> like yeah, go go, let's go to a place that's civilized <laughs> somewhere else to get something with that ten dollars, right? Like you're not just. No, there's sand and more sand. Let's sand fight. Like, I was going to say something, but I didn't want to incriminate myself. So I was like, you get something, you go to an open field or whatever. Like literally, at least here in the South, like there'll be, they call them bonfires or whatever, but like we'll literally just go to like a random field. Everybody will pull up, they'll play some music. Everybody be dancing or whatever, or do whatever. We can't, we having the best time ever making up games. We're throwing bottles at shit or you, we're making up shit to do. We're having fun because as long as you're around yeah. people, using music. But again, you know, we we black and, and you and probably would have that in the desert. They, they probably they seem like they have the kind of musical culture there. Obviously, you can't put up a bonfire and do that. Kind of, you can dance around that wherever you are. So that's that. Oh, yeah. You there will be 
the social aspect or the of the communal family will be very very strong in the desert that's the, that's all you have so yeah. it's it's everything that is your everything and we saw that in this movie with the freemen they were very much like we are 100 tribe and hive mentality almost so like it's that's gonna get look, that much look at like depression rates or suicide rates in like cities where like you're around so many people but yet you're alone because you're just yes. it's not a social it's much area. much higher yeah it's, it's that's just me higher. i'm just a social person i couldn't be cramped up in my room by myself i, I like days and like a couple days by myself but i could do that for weeks and months just be by myself like i gotta go talk to people be yeah. around people or do something yeah that's, that's you can true. do that in the city nothing's stopping you it's just certain people choose to be reserved and be in their room like it's not like a oh yeah after 9 p.m you got to be in your room and you better not go outside no that doesn't happen no well, you can you but look in real life though like again like again with the depression rates and suicide rates where there are so many people there but it's depression everywhere it's that's like, because there's so many more people there though like but nobody there, talks there are to depressed other. people in the, the you know in the south like that exists <laughs> it doesn't they like are. oh as soon as you get past Tennessee, no more depression. Like that's not how it works. It, it exists. Just, there's but... four thousand times more people in Chicago than there are in rural city Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So how... of course it's going to be more depressed people. How often do you interact with new people though in the city? Like, do you personally go around to somebody you don't know? Like, oh, speak no, it's it's pretty like, rare. It's, you can see that's yourself. The, like, yeah, I don't, like, the smaller don't, towns. Yeah. Obviously, small small towns have much more everyone knows you much more yeah like you're in a town and you're not from there you're like oh i don't recognize you where you're from da, da, da. don't start yeah even it's sometimes more it's more annoying because you don't really be wanting to talk sometimes but nine times out of ten you make you meet kind people and you like because if you're not from there they want to get to know you know some about you see if they can help you out sometimes it's not sure. that or there's at least something hospitality there's at least oh, yeah. that's that's the big i told y'all both this before when i moved from virginia here to la that was the thing i missed the most Besides the food, it was the southern hospitality. I was so used to seeing random strangers saying, "Hey, how you doing?" or "What's up?" or brother, not every brother I saw open the doors for women and, and them saying thank you and blushing, all that fun stuff. And here, it's not like that. Here, it's almost like everyone's an introvert. Everyone has to be have their, their blinders on and be trying yeah. to be, protect themselves from strangers. It's a very different environment. So it's, it's like just highly aggressive in cities. Like I went to Philly for a trip with my grandparents and me and my grandma and my little brother were walking around and everybody's scowling everybody's like something like it's it is so angry and aggressive all the fucking but philly time. philly i don't know why philly's so hot philly can be a hostile the city of brotherly oh, love is a bizarre i mean you see how they do ben simmons yeah philly, bro, they, philly's not a, that's not a friendly place yes i mean i'm saying chicago is either we we, we we we've seen some of the stipulations around chicago but like yeah but Philly, to Philly, say Philly, that there is no camaraderie or brotherhood, that, that's kind of crazy. Like, it, it might not, not be as much no as the South. It's like, I mean, I'm not saying no camaraderie. I'm, there's come obviously there's camaraderie in like the neighborhood. Even then, you look at when most camaraderie in cities, it's your little part of where you're from. Well, you know, everybody on your block or on these blocks or in this little area, you have a small community. It's not like you, sometimes maybe it is, maybe through like video games or whatever, but very rarely are you like, cool and making friends across the fucking city or in right. other like parts of the city that you're not from like that right we're like in a southern town you can live on one side of the town and go to the other side of the town all the time and just be like hey what's up how's such and such doing i remember they said well, they were going off to school or da 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 that's just i mean my, one again, block in chicago might have like three hundred thousand people living on it because like the way that they do their the apartments and stuff like a city block like yeah. there are thousands of people living there, thousands. Like but that's a population of one small southern city, though. 
300,000 is a small city. <laughs> That's my exact point. That is my exact point. But one thing we have to remember is thank you all very much for, for joining us. This has been Then and Now. If we, uh, yeah. <laughs> we will see you <laughs> next time. Hmm.